0: Talk Radio.
1: Powerful music, powerful poetry, a powerful story. Sarah Burton is with us. It's Music Friday Live. <laughs> is California, the musical capital of America. It's Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heppernan. This is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you, so you can call in at 347-215-7511, or you can email us. somebody have already emailed us. We already have email questions for our guests today, but email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Uh, before we go any farther, let me say that if my voice sounds a little odd, and I know it does because I can hear it through my headphones, uh, for some reason we were not able to connect the studio mics to uh, BlockTalk Radio, our platform, so we had to use um, a telephone microphone. So I'm essentially on the phone rather than you know, uh, on the studio, even though I'm sitting here in this big, beautiful, soundproofed booth with all these computer screens and engineers and, and things that using the phone okay so there it is you know uh there's always gremlins well anyway i want to say welcome to our listeners at the um the cyberstation usa.com network and their radio affiliates who will hear us later tonight and the artistic echoes and canal side radio networks in the uk who will hear us tomorrow and hi to everybody out there on blog talk radio So, again, if you have questions or comments for our guests, call us, 347-215-7511, email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. If you are listening to Music Friday Live on a podcast or in England, you can still email your questions to our guests, and we will forward them directly to them so they can reply directly to you. Speaking of our guests, I don't quite know how to classify Sarah Burton's music. It's country, it's rock, it's heartbreaking, it's seductive, it's storytelling, and it is powerful. You don't listen to a Sarah Burton song without being changed a little bit, or a lot, if you pay careful attention to the lyrics, while you let her voice and her notes just sort of envelop you. Her own story is hard-bitten poetry, a broken heart, a broken car, adventure, spontaneity, uh, anti-monogamy. It's no wonder, no wonder that you can find her on college charts and on the radio and in venues from Toronto to Texas. She's just released her fifth album, Give Me What I Want, and she's here to tell us exactly what that is. Sarah Burton, welcome to Music Friday Live.
2: Thank you. Hello.
1: You're welcome. Wow. (laughs) Well, before we... Can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Before we dig into uh, what it is you want, let me just say this album is a knockout. Uh, Ten songs, every one of them is sort of a standalone work of art on its own. Uh, I'm sure each song has a story of its own, but there is a story that really interests me, and that's the story of your move to West Texas, where I am from originally. Uh, I know that you were regrouping, you were getting perspective with distance, but What is it about West Texas that calls you? You know, if you like deserts, we have them out here in California without all the (laughs) buildings.
2: You know what? And I do love the desert out in California, too. Um, But in this case, it was one of those things where I just kept coming back to visit after my first visit, Um, which, in all honesty, um, one of the driving forces in in my search was to find a place that was warm because as much as I love Canada, it's quite cold up there. And um, <laughs> when I got out of the car in West Texas, I was like, I am finally warm enough. Um, <laughs> but as the, over the course of the next year, I kept thinking about this little town and I, I ended up visiting there and playing there, you know, four times over the course of the year, which was a lot for me. And yeah. I, um on my fourth visit, I said, you know what? I think I want to spend more time here. And so I, I made a plan to,
1: to make a move. So you're kind of a a permanent musical snowbird.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I, my intention to snowbird, but I, um, I don't, I definitely spend more time in the, in the heat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, on this album, uh, there, there's, quite a range of of topics and styles, Um, but I want to start with my favorite song, which is uh, Love is in the Air. Here it is. My
0: heart is not broken, just isn't working, and since we've spoken.
1: The emotion or the
2: music? Oh, probably all at once. I mean, I'm kind of an artist that's definitely driven by emotion and experience. So I, um, this one, I think the it it you know a lot of songs are crafted, but this is one that kind of just came out the way it is, Um, and it is also my favorite song on the album. So I'm really glad that you (laughs) picked it out. But yeah, it's definitely, that that's just one of those magic songs that I just kind of started jotting down lyrics and coming up with a melody in my head, and then as soon as I picked up the guitar, it was just obvious what it was going to do.
1: And you're you're right, it is a magic song very much. Um, um, Even though uh, your lyrics in that song, you talk about being aware of your own destruction, kind of being the mistress of your own demise, so to speak. But the, yeah. the lines that keep loop through my mind are love is all around in the lost and found, scattered all over the dirty ground. Now, the <laughs> juxtaposition of concepts and words and poetic rhythms in there is really brilliant. But it also makes me think of the lines in anti-monogamy, that you're not satisfied with the one love, you won't be tamed, you're one-on-one. <laughs> you see love scattered all around, even if you have to pick it up off the ground. Yeah, or am I being too literal?
2: Um, I don't know. I mean, and I did write anti-monogamy when I was 16. Um, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if I would still. I'm, I'm kind of pro pro monogamy now because um, <laughs> I've had people say, "Oh, I heard your song anti-monogamy." Uh, so are you polyamorous? And I'm like, oh, jeez. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: but I didn't uh, have that. oh yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. Um, but I mean, anti-monogamy was definitely like, I'm young and I'm I'm not ready to settle down. Like that's what that song was. But um, and and then and it, and the song anti-monogamy also, you know, it says like, I love you anyway. It's just it's kind of like, I know that it's not going to be forever. Um, But love is in the air is more of this suffocating, like the, the depression of, of, you know, living in the, you know, at that time, I was living in the city, I was trying online dating, and I was like, not, I was lonely, but I wasn't into love. And, you know, like that, that sentiment of just like I want love but I don't and it's everywhere all around me but it's making me sick (laughs)
1: okay all right. you use the word suffocating and based on what I know about you and I haven't met you um, but what I know about you is that one thing that's very important to you is personal freedom It, it, it seems like it's the through line in your music at least on this album and in several other albums too um, you did well as a child as a student, but you were always the artsy one. Did you feel constrained growing up? Did, did you need to bypass the norms and the futures others envisioned? and is that where your musical drives comes from from, from the desire for personal freedom?
2: Um, I think you're absolutely right, and it's something that I, I didn't really believe, even though I sang about it for a decade, I didn't really realize it until recently. Um, which is maybe one of the reasons why, you know, I'm thriving down in Texas, so far away from my birthplace. But um, but I did, my parents certainly encouraged me, and, you know, they're the ones who put me into music programs. But, um, you know, my family was very, um, I don't want to say strict because they weren't that strict, but they were, you know, They're very, I really wanted to please them. And I didn't always do the things that I wanted to do in order to please them. And it's not their fault. It's my own, you know, it was my own decisions. But, you know, suddenly you realize like, oh, like I'm not, I'm not pleasing anybody. (laughs) And certainly not myself. (laughs) Um, But, you know, they certainly supported me. You know, in my in my pursuit of uh, of artistic endeavors, and, and it was their belief that a well-rounded education involves, you know, music and art.
1: Well, we're certainly glad they did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I like know, to say I, it's
2: your fault I turned out to be a musician. You got me the piano lessons. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: You know, I asked you earlier about West Texas, um, and there's a song on the album that that sort of brings it home, especially for me as a refugee from West Texas, and that song is uh, (laughs) Desert Sky, so let's uh, listen to that for a minute.
0: Okay. I'm coming to America you. I'm afraid of open carry and the folks live in fear. I'm on with only hoping for a buck into
1: much in that song. I mean, it, 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 it's kind of an album unto itself. Uh, lyrics. I'm afraid of open carry and the folks that live in fear. Billboard selling guns and lies. Life isn't too hard here, but it sure ain't free. You're holding up a mirror to me and to all Americans. Now, I know <laughs> the picture is only a small part of my country, but it kind of pierces my heart. That, that line hurts. But um,
0: you're
1: right. Yeah. Why did you decide to sing that? Why did you decide to hold up the mirror to your adopted country?
2: Well, it's also kind of so my parents are American and I was born in Canada. And growing up in Canada as an American, I, I, (laughs) Canadians, I, I love, I love Canada, of course, but. Canadians can be a little, you know, smug about, about, you know, our, we have great healthcare, we have better gun control, you know, there's a lot of things that are being done right there. And from Canadians' perspective, Americans are always bragging about their freedom and their right to bear arms. Um, And so that is a major fundamental clash. And, um, and oh, God, I mean, there's so much I could say about this song and about my sentiment there, but you know, life isn't too hard here, but it sure ain't free. Like I navigating things like the, the healthcare system in the U S like I've never dealt with so much bureaucracy and paperwork in my life. Um, and, and, you know, the. Uh, you know we 're not anti gun in canada but but we just have like stricter rules about it and certainly like my my parents in particular were really afraid about me moving to Texas because of the because of gun culture yeah. and and the other thing is like living down on the border where i've been it's you know you're not even free in your own country like you go through check stops on a regular basis like I get pulled over, you know, on a regular basis by border patrol and I'm not doing anything. I'm not speeding, nothing. I'm a, you know, a white American citizen with zero criminal record. Like I can only imagine what it would be like if I was a minority, you know? And so
1: it yeah, well, we're we're all beginning to learn uh that what that what it's like. So Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, But in spite of all that, you know, America really is a great country. It really still is, you know, the promised land where people can go and build a life. And that's why so many people want to come here and myself included.
1: True. Uh, And actually, you've got a line in there in that song. Everybody's living for some kind of dream. And some of us are dying, never learning to see but like you just said, you can see, you see in layers and you see colors and you see notes and you see words and you seem very self-aware. So have, have you chosen to live in a place where, where, where many are not able to see and why?
2: Um, I feel like it's like that everywhere. You know, like there are, there are people who can see, you know, so, so to speak, and there are people who can't. And, um, or have chosen not to, um, or perhaps are kind of brainwashed by, um, you know, the media they choose to drown themselves in. <laughs> um, so I, in the community that I've been living in in West Texas, I would say for the most part people are aware. I mean, I, I live on the border. Most people there are, you know, for example, not to get too political, but they're opposed to the wall, um, and that's fairly consistent regardless of party. Uh, and so, people there, especially it's a small community. I find that people um, focus more on what they have in common, as opposed to like what their party line is or, or what how which way they vote. Um, so I do feel like it's it's a good community, where, with a lot of self-aware people.
1: Okay, all right. Um, let me remind our listeners that we're talking with Sarah Burton, and you can you can talk with her. You can call in three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can email us music at gmail dot com. We have a bunch of emails here, so why don't we um, go to the emails? Um, okay. Courtney, Far- Courtney Farmer writes us i don't know if you know courtney farmer or not but she has a whole lot of questions for you oh my
2: goodness okay
1: uh we're not gonna use them all sorry courtney but it's just too long a list but i do have a couple of them here Uh, courtney wants to know how would you describe your voice good question
2: oh (sighs) you know that's always a tough one um uh, a lot of people compare me to Cheryl Crow, which I don't necessarily hear, but I certainly take as a compliment, and I do cover a couple of her songs pretty well. <laughs> um, I, in my early days, I, before I even heard her, I was compared a lot to Jenny Lewis, um, and she has become a big influence of mine, and so I definitely think, you know, maybe it's somewhere between Jenny Lewis and Cheryl Crow. All
1: right. Interesting. Any Patsy Cline in there?
2: Um, I've only started to receive that comparison recently since doing some more kind of old-timey country vibe stuff.
1: (laughs) Okay, all right. Um, Courtney also wants to know, this is a great question, is there a song of yours that you've always felt would fit wonderfully into a certain movie soundtrack?
2: Oh, Um, well, like a movie that's already happened, I wonder if she means, or a future movie. (laughs) Because I think all my songs, like when I, I went to school for film when I went to university and what I always, that's how I think of my music. I think about movies and, and in the past I've been told that my music is a little, you know, it doesn't stick to one genre enough and I'm like, I think that's because I grew up listening to film soundtracks and like that's what inspires me. And so I like variety, Um, but definitely, I mean, I think desert sky belongs in a, in a movie that takes place in, in the desert. You know, Um, I have uh, I think smiling for the camera would be great in um, any kind of sort of high school or college type blockbuster movie
1: Um, Uh, Yeah. Um, so many for our audience's information uh, Smile from the Camera is not only a song from the album but it's also a new video that you've just released and after the show they should go and uh, take a look at it Um, we have a question from Texas from Rainier in Dallas who wants to know is Dallas on your tour schedule
2: Um, it is not currently, but I'm working on, on Dallas dates for probably the fall, maybe sooner, but I'm, my summer, I'm going to be pretty much in the Midwest in Canada, but absolutely. I'm going to be back in Dallas, probably at the sundown at Granada theater. That's the venue I really like there.
1: Okay. All right. So Rainer, you should follow her on her website. I don't know. Are you in Bands in Town? Uh? Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, Rainer, you should. Uh, uh, if you're not on Bands in Town, you should be, and you should follow her on Bands in Town and on her uh, website. Uh, mentor in L.A. wants to know. Oh, he doesn't want to know. He's got a statement here. Um, there's a great country music festival in L.A. called Stagecoach, which starts today. Um, any possibility that you might be on it next year? I know it's too late for now.
2: <laughs> well, uh, I would love for them to send a persuasive letter to the bookers, and uh, <laughs> I'll I'll do my best. I'll for sure. I'd okay. love to play uh,
1: stagecoach. <laughs> um, Mac in Seattle wants to know uh, what's the country western scene like in Toronto or in Canada. That's a big question. Oh, How it much? is. Oh
2: surprisingly uh, busy. There's quite, quite a lot of country in Canada um, and it's, it wasn't big when I was a kid but by the time I graduated college and moved to Toronto um, you know country and western and, and certainly Americana um, there's a lot of bands that classify themselves as country in Canada who would be classified as Americana here. Um, and yeah, it's huge. It's, it's very, and there's even, there's a couple bars where like any night of the week you could, you could get a Americana or a country-ish band.
1: All right. Um, our next question is from a woman whose name is also Burton, uh, Rachel Burton, but I'm sure she's no relation.
2: Um, <laughs> my sister's name is Rachel Burton, <laughs>
1: but she's in,
2: she's in Europe right now though. I don't know if
1: if she'd be Well this is my email in. so you know and actually this came in early. So Rachel wants to know how you compose your songs.
2: Um well it's different every time but you know, it's like I said with Love is in the air, sometimes I just sometimes I just sit down and it comes out, you know? Um but oftentimes I I write little lines down here and there, um, record short little voice memos on my phone, and basically I have notes scattered around dozens of notebooks and online, and I just, when I have time, I sit down and I put them together like a puzzle.
1: Okay, all right, which is why they have so many layers to them. Well, speaking of, <laughs> of favorite songs, there, there's a song in the album That is kind of a world of its own musically, um, although the freedom theme is definitely there if you listen to it. And uh, that's Ride Until Dawn, Ride Till Dawn, here it comes. understand the last part of that uh, you know the texas born blues queen janice joplin is a good example of how the good times can be fatal but what's this thing about faith being dangerous
2: um well around this time there's a few things i was thinking about you know the story of Job always stuck with me um how you know he no matter what he did he he kept you know his family dies and his crops are poisoned and everything goes wrong for him for a long time, um, before it does eventually. Get better. Um, you know, and we've had a few, we've had a lot of, you know, religious killings over the last few years, um, you know, in the name of different religions and towards different religions. And, um, certainly it's happening right now a lot, um, and you know and also just that that sentiment of people when you're like oh god like why is everything going wrong you know like we 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 call out to god whether we whether we're religious or not everybody does that you know not everyone but most people it's um,
0: open yeah
2: yeah and so or your your faith in anything you know when you believe in something and it lets you down then it hurts, and so that's the the general sentiment that I was speaking to. But with that influence of like what is happening in the world right now, um, and then there's you know another attitude of like well you got to just life is short you got to have a good time and, and you know that that can hurt you too. <laughs> um, you know, living in West Texas, there's definitely a lot of people who. You know, fit into either one of those categories or both, um, and so, and really, the point of that line is just like there is no telling what the right thing to do is often.
1: That's an interesting uh, point. Very interesting point. Um, which brings me to another line uh, in in that in that song everything that hurts one day shall pass and we shall be free at last. Uh, I don't know if you're channeling uh, Martin Luther King there, uh, but you add after that to take what lies beyond, which kind of adds a different meaning to freedom. We'll be free at last to take what lies beyond. Uh, what was going on in your mind with all that?
2: Um, it, well, I mean, this song is really about through hurdles, and you know, specifically living in the wild, wild west. Some of the kind of hurdles that that you might come across living in small town West Texas are are different than what I'm used to as a city girl from Toronto. <laughs> um, and so, like, I, I just, it's a song about hope, really, about just getting through hard time and and at that time in my life I felt like okay like I've got a lot on my plate that is almost unbelievably difficult but like we're going to get through this and once we do everything's going to be a lot easier because
0: sure. right. we ha-
2: you know so it's, a, it's about getting over hurdles and achieving your goals
1: okay alright and hope, um, hopefully you have it seems like it You're headed in that direction. (laughs) I'm definitely headed in that direction. Good. Yay. The the, the title (laughs) song, Give Me What I Want. Uh, To me, that's the most country song on the album. Although, you know, you can also say, um, still feel the same, is very country, too. Um, But the title song both raises the question what it is you want. And I kind of think it answers it, too. So why don't we listen to it for a minute here?
0: Okay. Please, Lord, this time, won't you give me what I need? How many more times can you watch my heart bleed? I've put in my time, and I've gave it all up, God. Please, Lord, this time,
1: seems to be um, a collective get-out-of-the-way-so-you-can-finally-get-what-you-always-deserved. Is that also an answer in your mind to Freud's infamous question, what do women want for society, (laughs) and just to get out of their way so they can get what they deserve?
2: Um, Oh, wow. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about that. But, I mean... Give me what I want is is about and and not just the album is is about like asking yourself what you want and as a woman in my thirties there are a lot of specific questions that only pertain really to women in their thirties and <laughs> you know um and and there and you're as a woman in your thirties in this day and age. Not only are you in your – it's sort of – it's crunch time if you want to consider having family, um, and that's a really big if these days. And it's also an integral time in, for most people. It's an it's the age that's the most integral in your career building. Um, and so when I left Canada – and went down to Texas without bearing too much of my soul. I had been repeatedly disappointed in my love life and in my career. Um, And I was just kind of, so this song is kind of a prayer because I was just like, Oh my God, this, this time, please let me get what I want, you know? And, and I had to ask myself, like, what do I want? And, and so, you know, I came down to Texas to do some soul searching and I spent that time in the desert to examine my life and, and just work and get, take everything back to basics. And, you know, what do I want? Do I want to play music? Do I want a family? Do I want, you know, to travel the world or do I want to play in little bars or do I want to still try and make it to, The stadium. So, you know, give give me both a a literal song about, you know, give give me these specific things that I want, and and it's also a metaphor for these these bigger bigger or other opportunities in life. Um, And I should note that uh, one of the rules about. Asking for what you want is that you can change your mind too,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is why I think you boil the answer down to get what you deserve, which is flexible enough so you don't have to go through flip-flops to change your mind. Um,
0: <laughs> we're getting
1: we're getting a little tight on time, and I wanted to talk okay. a little bit about uh, you're on a huge tour. Um, as I count them, I think 18 or 20 dates so far, and you've got 15 or 16 or 18 more to go. You're going to be in Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, and then back up to Canada. You're playing festivals. Um, and the, schedule, the schedule doesn't look too bad. You've got some good breaks in there, uh, but I well, just wonder, are you?
2: I haven't finished updating looking? my calendar.
1: <laughs> Aha, okay. <laughs> Are you looking forward to to getting behind the wheel and on stage again all the way through August?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, on the road again is probably the theme song to my life. I when you say, oh, you're on a big tour, like my my life is a big tour. I like it that way. And um, you know, I've got a little bit of time in between, but I can't help myself. You know, I'm I. I want to go to Toronto and see my friends and then I end up booking like five or six shows and that's just, that's how I roll and um, I love to play and I have a couple weeks still unspoken for in July, but otherwise I'm booked till September and I'm really excited to play a couple festivals this summer up in BC. In particular, I'm playing a festival called Artswell, which is like the best festival and I haven't, I haven't been there in a few years and I'm playing another one called Robson Valley which I've never been to so that's exciting but oh, okay. yeah and I'm doing a tour with a new friend in June touring with a guy called American Opera who his music is, is kind of like a male version of me um, so that's going to be fun and we're going to hopefully write some duets
1: cool wow okay well we are we are Almost out of time, which is a shame because okay. I'd love to play a clip from Smiling for the Camera, but, uh, which is the single that's out now, and also the video. So folks are just going to have to download the album, or better yet, buy it. Uh, and speaking of the album, um, let me just say you put a great team together for the album, Sam Kostler on Pedal Steel and Lee Wallenhoff on um, Strings, um, and also you got Sweet Alibi doing some vocals there, so congratulations on that. It looks like recording that album must have been fun, was it?
2: Of course. Oh, yeah, absolute blast. And I'm probably going to do some more stuff with the same people real soon.
1: Okay, well, uh, before we go, uh, tell everybody where they should go to get your music and follow your tour.
2: Um, Okay, so my website is the hub for everything, and you can find that at sarahburtonmusic.com, and my name is spelled S-A-R-A-H-B-U-R-T-O-N, and my social media handle is at sarahburtonshow. Everything's on my website. You can get to everything from there, but uh, Bands in Town is a great place to follow. Um, Of course, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram's my favorite, so follow me there. You'll get the most. You know, stuff there, and of course YouTube and oh geez, what am I missing? Bandcamp is the best place to buy the music if you're going to buy it. So that's sarahburton.bandcamp.com.
1: Yay! Okay, and people really should. So Sarah, thank you for taking the time to be with us, and thank you for giving us this beautiful album.
2: Well, thank you for this beautiful interview.
1: Sarah Burton, her fifth album, Give Me What I Want, is now available in all the usual places, especially on Bandcamp. Follow her on her website, and also uh, check her out on socials, particularly uh, Instagram. Um, And then go and check out the, uh, the, the YouTube video, too, Smile for the Camera. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyberstation USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and all of our radio affiliates. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlepin. Download this and other Music Friday Live programs at blogtalkradio.com, or you find us on iTunes. This will be up on iTunes and probably a oh, half hour after the show. We're off next week. We're going to a series of events, some of them in our honor, in the Bay Area, so we won't be on, on the air next week. You can uh, listen to uh, the podcast, however. Um, we'll be back on May 10th, however. Sean Beck and his Magic Guitar, or Guitar Magic, whichever you prefer, is going to be with us. So check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page. We'll update you on that. Follow my column, La La Land, in the Shutter 16 magazine if you're in Down South, it comes out of Charlotte, or in uh, the Artist Echoes Network uh, in the United Kingdom. That's uh, Shutter 16. We publish it on Thursdays, and it's a behind the scenes look at music in Los Angeles. And don't forget to read my reviews in my blog on Indie Pulse Music, Vince Magazine, Music Junkie Press, Gypset Magazine here in Los Angeles, Making the Scenes, and Rock seller and California Rocker and all those other great places that uh, carry my, uh, my reviews. Until next week, I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, and have a great musical weekend. And we're going to leave you with a little of Ride Till Dawn.